welcome back to Gay by Gay. Woo! <laughs> Happy Pride Month, it's, everybody! It is still Pride. Rainbow days. Rainbow, Rainbow days. Rainbow gays. Rainbow gays. <laughs> hello, hello. We hope you're all doing well today. How's your day been, Miss Abby? Honestly, um, just breaking the mold because you guys are hearing this on like a random, probably Tuesday at yeah. this point. Um, I think today is also weirdly enough a Tuesday, Tuesday. but it's not going to be the Tuesday that you're hearing this. It's Tuesday, but now you're Tuesday. It's probably going to be like two or three <laughs> weeks even before yeah. you actually hear this. Yeah. But I spent all morning making that beautiful rainbow crepe yeah. cake that I'm going to be <laughs> posting all over Instagram and everything. It's very good. It's very it, it's very good. There's a lot of whipped cream and it mm-hmm. kind of made me nauseous earlier. <laughs> and I'm still just like, Ugh. But honestly, it was super fun, but I'm also kind of tired because I've been making rainbow crepes <laughs> for hours and hours and hours today. It was a lot of crepes, okay? There was a lot there was a lot of cleaning of food dye off of white countertops. Oh wow. <laughs> so much blue. So much blue. Blue de debu dye. Are you blue about it though? My tongue didn't turn blue, which I was kind of worried about with the amount of food color that went into those things. Yeah. I'm honestly surprised that rainbow it mouth. that it didn't turn rainbow <laughs> mouth on anybody. In any of those colors. Yeah. The blue one got, I was like, oh. I was like, it's either going to be the red or it's going to be yeah. the blue. But it didn't. It didn't. So. That's so weird. I wonder why it doesn't do that. I, I would assume because, I mean, the crepes are cooked. Yeah. So I guess the food color won't bleed. Cooks into them. I feel like if maybe if you ate the raw batter, it would show up. Yeah. Because it's kind of like, you know, when you get like a snow cone or like a slushy or something like yeah. your mouth turns, but because it's not like cooked into anything, mm-hmm. it's just syrup that goes on top of it. Yeah. I don't know. Right. Anyways. You know what I want really bad though? What? Bubble tea. Bubble tea? I've bubble been cra- tea's pretty good. I have been craving bubble yeah. tea so bad. I got I got one the other day and I've wanted another one ever since. Yeah. Mm. I was like, if I just get one, it'll be fine. No, now I want more. I think I got a mango milk tea a couple week ago. A couple week ago. <laughs> about a week I got taro. Ago. Taro mm, blended taro. ice bubble tea. Oh yeah. I don't like the tapioca balls though. I like what? jelly balls, but I don't like the tapioca the balls. The tapioca is so good, though. I don't like it. It's so slimy in my mouth. I, I, I like it. <laughs> I haven't tried the... I kind of want to try, like, the popping mm-hmm. bubbles. Cause Those I, scare me. They scare me. I'm too yeah. scared to do it, but I really, really, really kind of want to do it. You and I, one day, we're going to grab Charlie. We're going to go, and we're just going to try the popping bubbles. Yeah. Popping bubbles. Can I we're, have a spoon of the popping bubbles? We're, we're literally... <laughs> we're going to get, like, one to share between us, mm-hmm. and guaranteed all three of us will hate it. I don't think so. I think it'll be good. Charlie will eat almost anything, true. so she'll probably f- it find it, that it's fine. Anyway, that's <laughs> not what we're talking about today. No, not not bubble tea. Uh, we are actually talking about identity. Identity. And of course, with it being Pride Month, uh, we are going to be mostly discussing our own identities yes. within us being part of the LGBT community yeah. and kind of on the paths we've taken to get where we are and just kind of discussing what these identities yeah. mean to us. Yeah. Are we going to start from the beginning and go from there? Sure. I mean, the beginning okay. is normally a good place to start. Who's starting? You. Me? Okay. You started this. So I came out of the womb, and I uh, wow. I lived my life, and then I um, I think I first um, identified as bi. I did first identify as bi. Um, it was funny because not a lot of people knew except for you, and my sister found out about it somehow. I don't know how What do you mean somehow, my dude? So, there was a fucking marquee sign on your back that said, gay here. So I had made these bracelets for me and one of my friends who also identified as bi, who ended up being my first girlfriend. I, um, took these little, I I took the bi colors and made a little bracelet and, um, took a little heart button and painted it like the bi flag. 
and then I posted a photo of them on Instagram and my sister saw them and I went into her room one day and she goes, Aaliyah, are you bi? And I said, no. And then I turned around and went downstairs and she's like, why are you leaving then? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, she, she somehow Classical symptoms that. of, oh shit, I've been caught. Yeah, basically. <laughs> it was really funny actually. But um, later I started identifying as not bi, but pan, because I was like, but I like non-binary people too. The bi-pan stuff is weird nowadays, but... It has going, gotten a lot more complicated. Yeah, it is more complicated, but, but that's how I identify Realistically, the way then. I see it, bisexuals are those who identify with the idea that there are only two genders. Pansexuals are people who identify within the same realm, but they are more like, oh non-binary yada yada do you know what i mean like they're the, to me that's like the same sexuality it's I just the same thing. how they like box it where bi is I like they believe in the binary yeah. and then pan is they don't believe in the binary I, but either way I it's loving everybody basically yeah, yeah i guess loving every but, gender but yeah so i identified as pan then and i didn't really tell anyone about it i just kind of was like ah oh, yeah well i guess i like a lot of people and yeah. then I kind of uh, <laughs> came Turned out as a lesbian. <laughs> came out as a lesbian, looked around, went, not today, and walked back into the fucking closet and became a Sunday school girl. I don't think I knew, okay. I don't think I knew. Maybe deep down I did, but I, I don't really think I knew. Um, I wasn't. I don't think you knew how hardcore lesbian you were going to be, but I also don't think you would have been this hardcore lesbian if you hadn't had such a dick for an ex. I don't think so. I think it like was... Like an MD. <laughs> uh, well, MD was very feminine, so I was able to lie through that. I mean, realistically, I still don't know how you knew, because the way you first described MD to me was, Abby, he's the prettiest he's girl really in the world. Good. Yeah. Because you had a crush on a girl, yeah. and then he just happened to look, look like her, and that's how you ended up developing a crush on him. I don't know how you didn't see this, my dude. I don't know how I didn't see it either. I actually remember, um, near the end of our relationship, um, right before I came out, he had grown out his hair, and I hated it. I wanted him to cut it so bad. I mean, I was basically living through him. But you, you wanted to be him. Yeah, literally. And uh, funny, because we also look kind of similar. Um, but, <laughs> but um, I mean, I'm not going to say it. But, but yeah, he grew his hair out. I didn't really like it. But he was like, hey, can you try like braiding it like this so I could like style it? And I'm like, sure. So I braided it. And I looked at him. And I remember just feeling weird. And I go, why does this make me feel weird? Why does this feel like something is missing? And then I came out of, as a What's lesbian What's missing like, was the boobs later. and the vagina. Yeah. That's what was yeah, missing. Yeah, really, 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 really. But <laughs> I came out as a lesbian, and then I kind of was like, I don't even know what started me to want to uh, wear men's clothes. I don't know what happened. I think I was like, I don't know. I think I wanted to just, like, embrace my gay, and I was like, well... I, I think that's almost yeah. what it was for you in the beginning. I think it, you wanted, like, a... Because you had identified so for so long as very, like, feminine. Yeah. I think you suddenly... Because you realized you were gay and, like, majorly yeah. gay. You just wanted to let everybody know how gay you were. And the answer to that's you, so I think, was just blasting it on the loudspeaker by wearing men's clothing. Yeah, but even when I was, like... I guess I was trying to do it for that at first, but then when I finally, like, started dressing... You just started more getting masculine, more comfortable with I that. was like, oh, shit! This is what I'm supposed to do. This is, this is me. It, this for is you, me. I, I think it just... It felt better for you. And yeah. it doesn't really surprise me knowing, like... With the way you identify now, it doesn't surprise me that you just found more comfort in men's clothing. Yeah, it's just... I think... You didn't want to be seen as feminine, and especially because you do have a very feminine body, yeah. let's be real. Yeah. I think to you, wearing boys' clothes just helped you hide that. I think for me, before, I never really let myself even 
dream about wearing men's clothes. I never no, really no. gave myself the option to do those kinds of things. Mentally, no. Like, yeah. I remember you repeating this phrase to me so many times when you first started coming out. Um, when you first decided that you wanted to wear boys' yeah. clothes, I think one of the first things you ever said to me was, I'm allowed to do that. And I said, yeah. <laughs> and you were like, I can walk into, yeah. into the men's department. Yeah. And just, like, buy things. And I was like, yes. And you were like, no one's going to stop me. Yeah. And I was like, no, Leah, no one is going yeah. to stop you. And you I walk didn't the know section. that. Like, it, it literally yeah, to I you did was not like, know that. it kind of reminds me of Stone Butch Blues yeah. where, like, literally you were like, but it's, it's illegal. illegal. Yeah, I couldn't do that. But then I started to, and I was like, oh, yeah. And then I started feeling more like like myself. And I then I realized that I was only wearing women's clothes because I thought I had to. Yeah. And I was like, shit. Damn, I knew that. So I identify as butch now. Um, before, I kind of was like, oh, like, I'm probably, like, STEM or something. But then I I thought, and I was like, do I really so want to... for some of the listeners, uh, let's actually just kind of break out what each sexuality yeah. here is, just because... <laughs> butch isn't a sexuality. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. It's a label. The different archetypes, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we have... Nowadays, we'll be more nowadays about it, and then we'll get older. And let's be real, in, within the next year, this could all drastically change. Yeah. So this is just for what is today, what we understand these things to um, be. There's a lot of labels. People can choose to label themselves or not. It's none of my business what they do. Yep. But um, there's mass girl, girls who identify as, like, mass girls, where they're like, oh, like, I dress masculine, and those are kind of more girls today who do that and they find their identity in that and then there's um people who identify as stem who like sometimes they kind of flip between a more masculine fashion and then sometimes they they um flip between a more feminine fashion they like to switch off on those. i was gonna say i remember that phase for you yeah. very well because there were times that you would wear boy clothes but then you were also very you were still somewhat yeah. comfortable you were like no dresses and things yeah. but you were still fine with wearing tights and things yeah, yeah. but and then there would be more femme where you're just like, I am comfortable wearing feminine clothes all the time. Yeah. And then if we go a little deeper, kind of in the older side, you have butch and femme. And butch is more like a, I would say it's a more like a harder core masculine thing. I was going to say, I feel like that's one of the ones that get people majorly is the difference between masculine and butch. Butch is more like, to me, I mean, it's not a style, it's an identity. That's how it means to me. Mm -hmm. Because it's more like a... I would like to um, exude what is more masculine traits in general, sort of like gentleman stuff. Like, I like holding the doors open for people, and I like mm-hmm. dressing masculine, and I like being perceived as, like, tough, a little... You're a boy. very handsome lady. Yeah, exactly. Um, and just kind of more... Exude more kind of masculine strength mm-hmm. rather than just a, um, I don't know, a girl in boy clothes. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I like I like the more action behind it. The more, and I feel like maybe I'm wrong on this. I feel like masculine is still woman in boys' clothes to some extent. Like, yes, yeah. you want to be more masculine, but you're like, oh, I'm still very much a woman. Yeah, I think it's in your case, it's not that you're saying, oh, I'm not a woman. It, it's more just like you are far more comfortable in the masculine side of yeah. things. And yeah. Even being told, oh, you're a beautiful woman, you're kind of like, nah. Yeah. But if you get told that you're a very handsome woman, you're kind of like, yeah, that's yeah. my thing. But, yeah, I like the more action behind it. I like the more, like, um, gentleman-y stuff. Like, I'm like, I'm going to take my my girlfriend out for dinner. And, like, just kind of stuff like that. Or I can do that. I like doing that a lot. And yeah. Um, But, yeah, and then you have femme on that side, which is 
there there's femme identity within that too and uh within the femme butch subculture and stuff but aesthetically wise i would say femme is the same as femme uh in today's times i would say yeah femme, femme is just feminine yeah women being women yeah just period yeah um, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're probably going to hop over to yeah. me very briefly, and then just kind of, at the end there, maybe briefly discuss how both of us are kind of dealing with our separate yeah. sexualities after having come out. Yeah. Hello, and welcome back to Gay by Gay. Woo! <laughs> we're getting, so, like, faster and so faster. So good at that. We're going to be, like, freaking light speed I know. by the end of this. It's amazing. Um... Self-identity. Yes, We've for kinda, you. For me, it, it's a lot more cut and dry yeah. than it was with you. You went on, like, this odyssey journey <laughs> to discover who yeah. you were, and you went through several things. Um, I think for me, back when I was going through school, I'm, I'm not that much older than you. Yeah. I'm only five years older yeah. than you, which sounds atrocious I know. now that I say it out yeah. loud, but... In the grand scheme of things, that's not that much yeah. older. When yeah. you think about how close our generations are, my experience going through school shouldn't be that different, yeah. but in some ways it was well, that Things different. were moving very fast. They did. They yeah. moved very, very fast. Between the time that I was in high school and you were in yeah. high school, um, you know, we kind of went from, we were just starting to get, like, um, pride groups within yeah. school. Well, I think my grade 12 year was the first year we ever had a gay-straight alliance you at were, our school. You were in high school when um, gay marriage was legalized in the States. I was in yeah. middle school. Yeah. Yeah. And that's you were, you might have been just leaving high school. Um, I graduated in 2014. Okay. So, yeah. When I started high school, that was, what, 2011, I guess? Yeah. So, realistically... There, there is a bit of a gap. Yeah, there, there is. is a bit of a gap, especially just because things in the LGBT community did move very quickly yeah. during that time. Yeah. So for me, I pretty much went through high school, middle school, everything, never questioning anything. Yeah. I always thought that it was a little bit odd that everyone was like jumping in and out of relationships very yeah. quickly. Um, honestly, I chalked up a lot of it to me being socially awkward, mm -hmm. me being extremely busy because at the time I was working, I was teaching dance and I was going to school. Mm -hmm. Um, my dad had just passed from brain cancer. Mm -hmm. It, um, I was dealing with a whole lot of sort of like personal stuff yeah. on my end. And so it was just kind of like, well, I'm not really looking for a relationship anyway. Mm -hmm. But even looking back, I find it a little suspicious that I really didn't develop crushes on anybody I think in my entire time in high school I developed one major crush mm -hmm. and that major crush had a crush on my sister yeah <laughs> so you can tell that my experience yeah. was not very good yeah and even then I'm just gonna come out and say it very bluntly I was the ugly duckling in high school and middle school I would say middle school not high school though middle school high school I still hadn't fully come into it yet I was starting yeah, to yeah I'd say but even then um compared to what some of the other girls looked like yeah. in high school. Yeah. I was the ugly duckling. Like, it's not really surprising to me that between my social awkwardness and the fact that I wasn't one of the pretty popular girls, it's not really surprising that no one ever asked me out except for that, those couple of really creepy guys. Yeah, the creepy guys. And even then, it's not really surprising because any guy that did decide that he wanted to talk to me ended up stalking me pretty yeah. much. So yeah. it's not really surprising that I just decided I want to stay the hell out of all of this Completely. Yeah. I just, I decided that I didn't want anything to do with any of it. Yeah. Um, looking at it now, I am a little bit suspicious because I realized that part of that drive to get in and out of relationships so much is that probably sexual yeah. drive. Yeah. And now I'm realizing going, oh, that's <laughs> why I didn't have yeah. the urge to do that. Were you ever around people who were like deep into like the hookups? 
Um, not really. Again, my friend group was fairly small with me being socially awkward. Mm -hmm. Um, my best friend from high school, CZ, um, she is actually getting married later this year. Mm -hmm. COVID dependent. Yeah. Um, she's getting married to her high school sweetheart mm -hmm. this year. Mm -hmm. So it, it's just kind of like one of those things. And even then looking at the rest of my fringe group, um, none of them were very much like in and out of relationships. They were all very much that sort of, I think a couple of my friends were already starting to question their sexuality. Because yeah. that was just at a time where people were just yeah. starting to realize yeah. that they could. And I, if I'm really honest looking back at it, I kind of feel like they may have been lesbians and didn't know no. how to interpret yeah. that. So they weren't jumping in and out of relationships yeah. because they didn't know what the hell was going yeah. on. Yeah, pretty much. So for me, um, getting out of high school and everything, um, as I got older, everyone in my actual life, there are, there are many people in my life that don't know that I do the podcast and everything yeah. else. Um, even a majority of my students do not know that I'm actually part of the LGBT yeah. community. They know that I'm outspoken about the LGBT community, but they don't actually know that I'm a part of the community. Yeah. Just because with me being um, an instructor for kids in particular... Yeah. There was always a bit of a concern for me because I actually, when I was in high school, I had a gay dance teacher. Mm -hmm. um, she was absolutely amazing, but she wasn't very vocal about it either. Mm -hmm. She actually, at one point, just made an offhand comment about her wife one yeah. day, and we were all like, wait, you have a wife? wife? Yeah. And it was amazing to all of us, but yeah. she didn't come out and say anything because there was a concern, and it was validated, actually, unfortunately. Um... I guess one of the more conservative girls had gone home and explained to her parents that she had a gay dance teacher. And I guess this parent called the school and was making a fuss over it because it was like, these girls are in a dance class with a gay dance instructor. Oh All of these girls with this woman yeah. who likes women. Yeah. Like, it was a whole thing. And so I can understand why she was quiet. And after having looked at that when I was in high school, I very much carried yeah. that with me into my actual teaching career yeah. where I was like, Already, I, I just kind of accepted the fact, like, everyone was like, oh, you're straight, you're straight, you're straight. I just never bothered to say, no, I'm actually bi. Yeah, yeah. I just never bothered to say it because I was like, nobody needs to know because I don't need any sort of more conservative yeah. parent making a big deal out of things. Yeah. And even for me, it wasn't that whole, am I, am I? Like, there wasn't any yeah. questioning for me. It, it was more just like, she's pretty. He's pretty. I guess I'm bi then. Yeah. Like, I, I really just didn't question it. Yeah. It wasn't... I don't know. I just kind of accepted it yeah. right away. It was like, yeah, yeah, sure, I guess. What took me a little bit longer to come into was the fact that I was, and even now I, I am a little bit confused. I say that all the time. I don't know if I'm fully asexual. I don't know if I'm gray sexual. I don't know if I'm demisexual. I don't know because I've never had a close yeah. bond with anybody. I've never felt that comfortable yeah. with anybody. Yeah. So, I mean, I've said before that if I really had to, pick or choose, which sounds weird, but mm -hmm. it's kind of like, I feel like sexually I would be more comfortable with a woman than with yeah. a man, just because the thought of penis kind of grosses me yeah. out, if I'm really honest. Yeah. Like, I just unintentionally start making faces. Penises are gross. I just unintentionally start making faces, and the fact that I've never been sexually active with anybody before yeah. kind of tells me all I need to know. I've never even really seen one in person, and if I'm already making faces, that's not a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> with that being said, if you were to ask me, oh, are you attracted to boobs and everything, I'm just kind of like... No. Oh, but boobies. And even then, if you're oh, like, oh, titties. like, vagina, I'm just kind of like, mm, it's messy. You know, for me, like, I can see, like, in my head, like, penises are just, like, Blech. skin tubes, basically. Ugh. For me, but, like, I can, I can understand that vaginas are just, like, gaping holes. Like, they're just holes. That's and, fair. And, but my brain is, like, 
Caverns of Wonder. And though. you know, I, I've Caverns had, of Wonder. I, I've had certain people um, kind of suggest to me that because I was never sexually active when I was younger, and because I never got experience with the opposite sex, it's why I'm so yeah. uncomfortable with it. Just because I you know, oh, you never had experience, and so how is your brain supposed to relate that? So no wonder, like, your brain doesn't know what to do with but that information. you never wanted experience. That's the problem, yeah. and that's what I'm trying to get across to people, yeah. where it's like, being ace, it's not just, well, you haven't had an experience yet, so how would you know? And I'm like, because the second I start yeah. to think about it, like, I start cringing and making faces, and it feels like an involuntary reaction. I'm not sitting there thinking, that's disgusting. Yeah. Ew, my body just reacts and, yeah. like, goes, Ugh. Like, it's something that I can't control. Yeah. So I'm going to say that it's not because I haven't had any experiences. No. I just don't think it's for me. Yeah. And honestly, fine. again, I'm, I'm not very vocal about it. Um, I do kind of question what that's going to mean for any future relationships or anything. Because, I mean, if I end up with another woman, it may be a little bit easier. But I don't know if that's just because, in my mind at least, it's easier to, to yeah. discuss my sexuality with another woman. Yeah. But I feel like with a guy, there's a weird sort of almost, like, expectation to some extent that sexy things are going to happen, and I'm just kind of like... I think it depends on the guy. And the trouble for me, there there's some asexualities where it's like, you're fine as long as you're touching someone else and they're yeah. not touching you. Yeah. To me, it's just, it's all of it. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to touch okay you, too. I don't want to see you, I don't want you to touch me, I don't want you to see me, I mm. want nothing to do with any of it. Yeah. And it's not even like, there's some asexualities that are like... Oh, you know, I, I'm fine with like the thought of it and everything yeah, else. But I, I don't I'm want not it. I'm not even that. It's yeah. like no, no. Just all of it is a straight up hard no well, you can, for me. You can have a romantic relationship without sex. I think it's just a little bit more challenging and I think yeah. a lot of it is the pressure that I put on myself yeah. to be like Am I setting myself up for my husband or wife to cheat on me? And they're going to go, well, I have needs. And can I really argue that? I don't have those yeah. needs, but if they do, what do I do? Because I can't even stand the thought of yeah. it. So it's like, do I have to be okay with them going and finding somebody else? Because it's not fair for me to mm -hmm. say, well, I don't have those needs, so yeah. you shouldn't have them either. Well, there's, there's, I can't do that, but it's also not fair for them to look at me and be like, well, I have needs, so you need to do something about yeah. it. It's well, like, I mean, oh. I think the nice thing is that you're a person who doesn't have those needs. Yep. There's other people out there who don't have those needs, too. It might just be finding the right person, yeah, honestly. I think so. I don't know. It, it, it's just but tough. And I think for me, I've never questioned my sexuality. What I have questioned is what that means yeah. for me. Yeah. And I, I think that's the real struggle yeah. here. But overall, I, I've never really questioned myself and what mm -hmm. I want or what I need. I mean, I do question just a little bit where on the asexual spectrum yeah. I am. Because as I said, I could be completely demisexual or yeah. graysexual and have no idea simply because I've never had a deep relationship like that. So I could be completely wrong. Yeah. But for where I'm sitting, it's looking pretty, you know, I'm sitting pretty yeah. high at the top yeah. of the flag in the black category yeah. instead of like the gray yeah. category. Like, so I'm just kind of like, <laughs> no, it's looking pretty dark in here, you here. guys. It, it's looking pretty dark. Looks like my hellscape. Yeah, it's pretty dark in there too, which explains a lot. But let us know what your experience is. If you're bi, if you're ace, if you're, you know, lesbian, are you butch, are you femme? Let us know, even for guys. If you don't label yourself, let us know that too. There's yeah, honestly, I because labels to me help explain you to people, and I think that's mm -hmm. why people use them so frequently. Because to me, labeling myself as ace makes it easier to explain to yeah. other people. But that being said, being ace is not who I am. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like it's also a good way to find community. Very much so, yeah. yep. So it's an identifier. 
But let us know what you are. We'd love to hear your experiences. We love talking to you guys. Yes. So that's all for this episode. Thank you so much for listening, and we will talk at you in the next one. Yeah, take it gay by gay, guys. Bye.